Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Not much. Just another beautiful week. Beautiful week. That's right. It's almost summer here. Hey, I got tons of announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Announcement time. Announcement time. First of all, a special thank you. I want to just send it out to all of our loyal listeners, and even if you're not a loyal listener, because you have helped to put DIY money at number one under personal finance on Spotify. Hit, hit, hooray! Hit, hit, hooray! Are you using Spotify to listen to podcasts? Nope, not at all. <laughs> I use iTunes. We're like two or three on iTunes. Uh, but we're climbing, climbing those charts. But uh, a lot of our listeners, the demographics say they listen on Spotify. It's true. So there you go. Uh, so a special thank you for putting us number one in uh, two categories now. Budgeting, we've been there for a while. Uh, personal finance, that was a humble brag, by the way. Humble brag. What's up? Anyways, okay, number two, uh, DIY money book flying off the virtual shelves, I guess. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, check that out on Amazon. Hit in DIY Money. Easy read. I think it's like 70 pages. Super easy. You can read it in an afternoon. Implement it over a lifetime. The page count goes up every episode. What was it last week? I think it was like 65. I think it's legit 65. <laughs> I think I just put in like a five-page buffer there. You know what I'm saying? In a month, it's going to be a 150-page <laughs> It's an easy read. Check out the audio version that's coming soon. Uh, anyways, what else we got? Oh, YouTube channel also blowing. Okay, we're done. We're done. I'm, I hate where announcements go on forever. Let's get to our first question today. Well, I guess first question. This episode's question <laughs> comes from Jenny. Jenny, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hello, my name is Jenny. I am from Connecticut. I am newly engaged to a man who is divorced with two children. And I am calling to ask, how would you recommend navigating savings and checking accounts? He is divorced and he does have to split child expenses 50-50 with the children's mother. And there's currently no alimony or child support being paid, but both are subject to change moving forward in the future. Thank you. Oh, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead with this one. So uh, when it comes to marital finances, you know what? It uh, matters very little about what happened uh, pre-marriage. So no matter what situation you're in, whatever your partner is bringing into the marriage then becomes yours. Now, there's a lot of ways around this. Uh, there's things like prenuptials, postnuptials, separate bank accounts, etc. However, one of the sort of cleanest, easiest ways best ways, arguably, to do finances and marriage is to, you know, really go all in and commit that uh, whatever is yours is yours uh, together and to manage it as a team, to manage it in unison and to really look at, you know, everything as one. So uh, I would say start with taking that perspective. Start with really looking at it as a team. That's all you got? I was going to see what you said. Well, I'm going to echo that because there was only one thing, and I appreciate the question, first of all, and the email was 
uh, also filled with some further nuances we will not get into. Um, but this can be a difficult situation. Uh, there, there's This is not like an auto loan or student loan. A lot of people call up you know, and they say, hey, my husband or wife has a student loan, has a uh, auto loan. And even worse, sometimes we actually see it where, you know, finances are separated. Well, my checking account, her checking account, and I cannot stress enough that that is setting yourself up for uh, failure in very difficult conversations. So the difficulty in this is you have outside sort of variables, influences, if you will, personalities that come into play. However, I can tell you, Jenny, uh, it is my opinion that, and this is just my opinion, that you can be a united front on all of the matters uh, accordingly. And so the only thing that I would caution you is when you said um, he owes half on the expenses. That is a we, and, and it is exactly what Daniel said. It's a we. And this is where, you know, you're going to have to sort of you know, it could have just been a Freudian slip and you could have said, well, I know that, Quint. It, it, it is we. I understand that, but own it. Own it. And I think the minute you do that, you will not only sort of be at peace and say, okay, this is what this is what's happening. This is how we're going to do this. Uh, but you also will be there to support your husband in this very difficult and trying situation. Uh, it won't always be like this. The kids will grow. They'll be, they'll be hopefully off the payroll at some point in time. And you'll be better for this. So I would continue to keep things blended. I would not separate things out. I would not, unless there's some weird, you know, court-ordered thing that mandates that, uh, I would blend everything. And it's an expense that you both bear. Uh, you do so willingly. It, it provided, it produced, I should say, um, you know, wonderful children, I'm, sh- I'm sure. Sometimes probably not so wonderful. My wife sent me a text today and told me my children were driving her nuts. Mine. Th- that's what happens. You know, you know how that works. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's so stupid, boomer. And then also through the unfortunate situation of divorce, you are remarried to your wonderful husband. So that's, that produced that as well. So again, I think you got to own it, keep everything combined, and try very, very hard to keep it unemotional, at least on your side of the equation. How other people handle it, that's up to them. But you two can be a united front, unemotional, and approaching it in a very rational manner. Daniel. Daniel son. Daniel son. Right. And uh, so we're not lawyers when it comes to sort of the legal aspects of uh, the situation. But I did stay at a Holiday Inn. Did you? <laughs> not recently. No, I, hope. No, I have <laughs> not. Uh, but uh, so there is the aspect, you know, of the the child support, uh, anything that the courts are going to look at in the future. That should really be based on income. Again, we're not experts in, in that area. Uh, that's something that um, your fiance would really have to consult uh, an attorney on. But they should be looking at income and they should be... Uh, ready and able to distinguish between the income that you're bringing into that relationship and putting into an account uh, and the income that he is. And most of those decisions should be based off that. They should not penalize, you know, sort of your half of the equation, even if you are co-mingling stuff. However, if that starts to be a problem, that would be kind of the one instance where maybe keeping some some stuff separate uh, and keeping his name off some stuff may be a benefit. Uh, that's going to be a situation by situation, kind of state by state, jurisdiction sort of thing. Uh, so that that is one thing logically to be thinking through. Um, however, again, uh, 
it's not the first time the courts would see that. Uh, so it's something that you kind of have to work through and get the specifics on, but it's, it's not an unusual uh, circumstance by any means. All right. Great question, Jenny. Thanks so much. Keep pushing through. Uh, it will improve for sure. All right. You've been listening to DIY Money. All Jenny did was drop us a voice memo through her smartphone. Send it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And now she will receive a $25 Amazon gift card through her email. So there you go. If you got a question, send it our way. And if we use it on the show, you too will get a $25 gift card. Check us out on Instagram, DIY.money. Or if you haven't already, join that Facebook group, the DIY Tribe. We're rocking and rolling in there. Our YouTube page, I'm not sure how to get there, but it's out there somewhere. Links on the website in the show notes. And you can find our videos that we've been starting to do, which I like quite a bit. You've been listening to DIY Money. Remember, friends, the secret to success and financial prosperity is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.